The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Tuesday Good News Day is upon us. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, July 26, 2022. Tuesday of the 17th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle 2. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the memorial of Saints Joachim and Anne, the parents of Mary. Now, we don't know anything factual about them except that they existed. Even the names Joachim and Anne come from a legendary source written more than a century after the crucifixion. The heroism and holiness of these people, however, is inferred from the whole family atmosphere around Mary in Scripture. We see in her a fulfillment of many generations of prayerful persons. Joachim and Anne represent that entire quiet series of generations who faithfully perform their duties, practice their faith, and establish an atmosphere for the coming of the Messiah but remain relatively obscure. Saints Joachim and Anne lived and died in the first century. Saints Joachim and Anne pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Eternal Father, I offer you everything I do this day, my work, my prayers, my apostolic efforts, my time with family and friends, my hours of relaxation, my difficulties, problems, distress, which I shall try to bear with patience. Join these, my gifts, to the unique offering which Jesus Christ, your Son, renews today in the Eucharist. Grant, I pray, that vivified by the Holy Spirit and united to the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary, my life this day may be of service to you and your children and help consecrate the world to you. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for the elderly who represent the roots and memory of a people. May their experience and wisdom help young people look towards the future with hope and responsibility. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Well, by the time you listen to this short 10 minutes with Jesus, I will actually be in Edmonton, Alberta, for a Mass at the Commonwealth Stadium with Pope Francis and tons of other people because it will be on this occasion that Pope Francis will be visiting Canada. Now, July 26th will be, as you know, the Feast of St. Joachim and St. Anne, the parents of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And it is a traditional day here for thousands of indigenous Catholics to go on pilgrimage. And this highlights the deep roots that the family has in their culture. Now, Scripture is quite silent about the grandparents of Jesus, but the Proto-Evangelium of James 
dating to about the year 150, it does mention their names and how they had been like infertile for many years. So the story is that Joachim was actually, like he was even refused access to the temple. And so the story goes that he took his sheep into the hills with a very heavy heart. He couldn't even go to the, to the temple. But then an angel announced to both Anne, who was like at home, and Joachim who was there in the field, that they would bear a special child, but that they should go and meet at the golden gate of the temple. So this scene of Anne and Joachim embracing in front of the temple and also like of an angel looking on was actually represented in art through the ages in many different ways, even though, of course, it's not something that is actually in scripture. But the story goes in that, well, that Mary was born nine months later. Naturally, Mary was their daughter and she is our mother. And of course, she is the mother of Jesus. So naturally, that's fundamentally very important for us. Now, God wanted Anne and Joachim to somehow prepare the way for the Incarnation to take place. Now, some paintings show Anne teaching Mary to read the scriptures. There's a famous one you may have seen by uh, Leonardo da Vinci from about, I believe it's around 1500, showing Saint Anne and the Blessed Virgin Mary and the child Jesus with a lamb, this delicate looking lamb, which is, of course is the symbol of the innocence, innocence of Jesus and of course, his sacrifice for humanity. And we know this well from St. John the Baptist, who called Jesus the Lamb of God. And yet we say this, of course, every day in Holy Mass. Now, Anne and Joachim would likely not witness any of the future events with Mary and Jesus. But their role was nevertheless crucial. And they understood that, well, something special was coming down the road. And I think it is good for parents and grandparents to pray and to dream about the future of those children and those grandchildren. The family is, is really like so interconnected by blood ties, but also by the ties of good example, by the tone of the home, by a shared history, and of course, ultimately, by what Pope John Paul II used to call the domestic church. The family is the domestic church. Now, that's a good question. Is your family like that? A domestic church? In other words, a place of peace and serenity, a place full of cohesion and joy. You know, like that initial place where you learn all the truths of faith in just like the most serene way. You know, a place in which the deepest values of our life and the strongest virtues are forged and stay solid, well, for life. Now, there has been a long uh, tradition of devotion to St. Anne in the church. Well, I'm familiar with a huge shrine dedicated to St. Anne just outside of Quebec City, where pilgrims congregate in droves. This is the Basilica of St. Anne de Beaupré. And all the more this summer, because the Pope, Pope Francis is going to be there, and lots of indigenous people, large populations of the indigenous, go to Saint Anne de Beaupré, and there's a big field right next to it, and they they congregate there in just in huge masses. And so the natives in Canada, they have a particular sensitivity to the value of the family, and the family ties and traditions. And so for them, 
not Saint Anne, as the grandmother of Jesus, really spoke to them. In fact, Jesuit missionaries in the 17th century brought this devotion to Saint Anne as an integral part of the like French colonization of uh, North America. And during those years, the first bishop of Quebec, his name was uh, Saint Francois de Laval, he actually obtained an incredible relic of Saint Anne. He actually obtained a fragment of bone from her finger. And I, I mean, like, I can't think of an older relic than that. It's hard enough to get a relic of an apostle, but imagine you get a relic of Jesus' grandmother. I mean, it's, it's like an authentic relic, and it's there. You can go and visit it in that basilica. So, well, St. Anne was particularly venerated by the natives, but also, it would seem, by sailors who could see the spire of the basilica from the St. Lawrence River, which is often in great upheaval. Right? And, and then, in fact, the original church burnt down, so another was built, and but the relic was preserved, and the statue of St. Anne was preserved. And so a lot of these mm, sailors would produce these beautiful ex votos, these paintings in Thanksgiving, for the numerous occasions in which they were saved in dangerous storms because they had recourse to the intercession of St. Anne, the mother of, of Mary, or the grandmother of uh, Jesus. And she is indeed quite an active intercessor. In fact, she's patron of mothers, of grandmothers, of unmarried women, of infertile women, of cabinet makers, and even of minors. So, why not have a devotion to say that? She's the mother of Our Lady, she's the grandmother of Jesus, and, well, you know, she has a very important role there. So we should be maybe predisposed to be partial to her, and she to us, because we're kind of part of that family of Mary, Jesus, Joseph, St. Anne, and St. Joachim. Of course, because Jesus didn't just like drop down from heaven. He himself had a mother. He had a grandmother. And so, in some mysterious way, we are part of that beautiful family of God. Now, in today's Gospel, Jesus explains the parable of the weeds in the field and the damage that weeds can do. He says that the weeds are the children of the evil one. And the enemy who sows them is the devil. That's what he says. So if there are children of the evil one, evil one, well, that's bad enough. But maybe we have somehow forgotten that we are children of the good one, the holy one, that we are sons and daughters of God, and that Mary is our mother, and that we truly are part of that family of God. And like in any family, we should be fascinated by the history of our family. Maybe, maybe your parents told you about, you know, how they first met. Maybe their first date. Of course, they're talking about the past. But it is also bathed in the deep sense of providence. That they met and this happened. It's bathed in sort of this guidance that God was somehow there involved. God guided them along through the good chapters and also the more complicated chapters, maybe the bad chapters. And I'm, I'm sure Jesus heard about the stories about his family too. I mean, he was truly human, with a human history. Yet, of course, God entered there, took on flesh in the pure womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary. So I suspect, well, when I'm there, I suspect when I'm in Edmonton that the Pope will just, I'll just see him probably from a distance. I don't know. But I know that I will nevertheless feel very close to him 
and so many other priests, as they offer the, this unique sacrifice of the cross there in the same unique priesthood. Of course, in a particular way, I will be praying for all the listeners of 10 Minutes with Jesus, and especially for all the families that you are interconnected with, that you are part of, so that the Lord strengthen those family bonds in accord with God's providential plans for each one. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour on Daybreak. We celebrate today the parents of Mary, Saints Joachim, and Anne. It's Tuesday, July 26, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in His saints. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in His saints. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in His saints. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We We are are his people, the sheep of his flock. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Go within his gates, giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in His saints. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in His saints. Still himself in 
The Lord is just. He will defend the poor. The The Lord Lord is is just. just. He He will will defend the poor. Lord, why do you stand afar off and hide yourself in times of distress? The poor man is devoured by the pride of the wicked. He is caught in the schemes that others have made. For the wicked man boasts of his heart's desires. The covetous blasphemes and spurns the Lord. In his pride, the wicked says, He will not punish. There is no God. Such are his thoughts. His path is ever untroubled. Your judgment is far from his mind. His enemies regard him with contempt. He thinks, Never shall I falter. Misfortune shall never be my lot. His mouth is full of cursing, guile, oppression, mischief, and deceit under his tongue. He lies in wait among the reeds, the innocent he murders in secret. His eyes are on the watch for the helpless man. He lurks in hiding like a lion in his lair. He lurks in hiding to seize the poor. He seizes the poor man and drags him away. He crouches, preparing to spring, and the helpless fall beneath his strength. He thinks in his heart, God forgets, he hides his face, he does not see. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord is just, he will defend the poor. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. Arise then, Lord, lift up your hand. O God, do not forget the poor. Why should the wicked spurn the Lord and think in his heart, he will not punish? But you have seen the trouble and sorrow. You note it. You take it in hand. The helpless trusts himself to you, for you are the helper of the orphan. Break the power of the wicked and the sinner. Punish his wickedness till nothing remains. The Lord is king forever and ever. The heathen shall perish from the land he rules. Lord, you hear the prayer of the poor. You strengthen their hearts. You turn your ear to protect the rights of the orphan and oppressed, so that mortal man may strike terror no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Rise up, Lord, in defense of your people. Do not hide your face from our troubles. Father of orphans, wealth of the poor, we rejoice in making you known. May we find comfort and security in times of pain and anxiety. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. The words of the Lord are true, like silver from the furnace. The words of the Lord are true, like silver from the furnace. Help, O Lord, for good men have vanished. Truth has gone from the sons of men. Falsehood they speak one to another, with lying lips, 
with a false heart. May the Lord destroy all lying lips, the tongue that speaks high-sounding words, those who say, Our tongue is our strength, our lips are our own, who is our master? For the poor who are oppressed and the needy who groan, I myself will arise, says the Lord. I will grant them the salvation for which they thirst. The words of the Lord are words without alloy, silver from the furnace, seven times refined. It is you, O Lord, who will take us in your care and protect us forever from this generation. See how the wicked prowl on every side, while the worthless are prized highly by the sons of men. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Your light is true light, Lord, and your truth shines like the day. Direct us to salvation through your life-giving words. May we be saved by always embracing your word. The words of the Lord are true. Like, like silver, silver from, from the, the furnace. furnace. The thoughts of my heart are always before you, O Lord. You, you are, are my help and my Redeemer. A reading from the second letter of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians. There is really no need for me to write to you about this collection for the members of the Church. I already know your willingness, and boast about you to the Macedonians with respect to it, saying that Achaia has been ready since last year. Your zeal has stirred up most of them. I nonetheless send the brothers, so that our claims for you in this regard may not be shown empty. I do so so that you may be ready, as I have been saying you are lest any Macedonians come to me and find you unready. Then I should be put to shame, to say nothing of you, for having had this trust. I have thought it necessary to exhort the brothers to go to you and arrange in advance for the bountiful gift you have already promised. It should be ready as a gracious gift, not as an exaction. Let me say this much. He who sows sparingly will reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will reap bountifully. Everyone must give according to what he has inwardly decided, not sadly, not grudgingly, for God loves a cheerful giver. God can multiply his favors among you so that you may always have enough of everything, and even a surplus for good works, as it is written. He scattered abroad and gave to the poor. His justice endures forever. He who supplies seed for the sower and bread for the eater will provide in abundance. He will multiply the seed you sow and increase your generous yield. In every way your liberality is enriched, 
Through us, it results in thanks offered to God. The administering of this public benefit not only supplies the needs of the members of the Church, but also overflows in much gratitude to God. Because of your praiseworthy service, they are glorifying God for your obedient faith in the gospel of Christ and for your generosity in sharing with them and with all. They pray for you longingly because of the surpassing grace God has given you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. The Word of the Lord Give to others and you will receive good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For whatever measure you give to others will be the measure you receive. Each person should give according to what he has inwardly decided, not grudgingly or under compulsion. For whatever measure you give to others will be the measure you receive. A reading from a sermon by St. John Damascene, Bishop. Anne was to be the mother of the Virgin Mother of God and hence nature did not dare to anticipate the flowering of grace. Thus nature remained sterile, until grace produced its fruit. For she who was to be born had to be a firstborn daughter, since she would be the mother of the firstborn of all creation, in whom all things are held together. Joachim and Anne, how blessed a couple! All creation is indebted to you. For at your hands the Creator was offered a gift excelling all other gifts, a chaste mother, who alone was worthy of Him. And so rejoice, Anne, that you were sterile and have not borne children. Break forth into shouts, you who have not given birth. Rejoice, Joachim, because from your daughter a child is born for us, a son is given us, whose name is Messenger of Great Counsel, and universal salvation, mighty God, for this child is God. Joachim and Anne, how blessed and spotless a couple! You will be known by the fruit you have borne, as the Lord says, by their fruits you will know them. The conduct of your life pleased God, and was worthy of your daughter. For by the chaste and holy life you led together, you have fashioned a jewel of virginity, She who remained a virgin before, during, and after giving birth. She alone for all time would remain her virginity in mind and soul, as well as in body. Joachim and Anne, how chaste a couple! While safeguarding the chastity prescribed by the law of nature, you achieved with God's help something which transcends nature in giving the world the virgin mother of God as your daughter. While leading a devout and holy life in your human nature, you gave birth to a daughter nobler than the angels, whose queen she now is. Girl of utter beauty and delight, daughter of Adam and mother of God, blessed the loins and blessed the womb from which you come, blessed the arms that carried you, and blessed your parents' lips, which you were allowed to cover with chaste kisses, ever maintaining your virginity. 
Rejoice in God, all the earth. Sing, exult, and sing hymns. Raise your voice, raise it, and do not be afraid. They worshiped God day and night in fasting and in prayer. They looked forward to the deliverance of Israel. They prayed that God would come to save his people. They looked forward to the deliverance of Israel. Let us pray. O Lord, God of our fathers, who bestowed on Saints Joachim and Anne this grace, that of them should be born the mother of your incarnate Son, grant through the prayers of both that we may attain the salvation you have promised to your people, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-five minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of Saints Joachim and Anne, the parents of Mary. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord explains the parable of the weeds in the field from the 13th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Then he left the crowds and went into the house, and his disciples came to him. Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. He who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. And the good seed means the sons of the kingdom. The weeds are the sons of the evil one. And the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the close of the age. And the reapers are angels. Just as the weeds are gathered and burned with fire, so will it be at the close of the age. The Son of Man will send His angels, and they will gather out of His kingdom all causes of sin and all evildoers and throw them into the furnace of fire. There, men will weep and gnash their teeth. Then, The righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears, let him hear. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. On this day as we celebrate Saints Joachim and Anne, the parents of Mary, let's pay special attention to the importance of the family. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. Pope John Paul II teaches that Saints Joachim and Anne are a constant source of inspiration in everyday family and social life. Pass on to one another, he exhorts, from one generation to the next, the entire spiritual legacy of Christian life, including prayer. Mary received the treasure of traditions of the house of David, which had been passed on for generations from her parents at home. Here Our Lady learned to address her Father God with profound reverence, 
In this home she learned of the prophecies referring to the coming of the Messiah, the place of his birth. Mary surely remembered the home of her parents when it came time to set up her own home when Jesus was to be born. The Lord then learned from his mother popular ways of speaking and sayings full of wisdom, which he later employed in his preaching. The child Jesus piously heard from her motherly lips the first prayers the Hebrews taught their children as soon as they could speak. What a good teacher Our Lady must have been! With what tenderness did she reflect the richness of her own soul so full of grace! It is likely that we also have received the inestimable gift of faith and countless good customs from ancestors who have conserved and transmitted them in turn as a treasure. At the same time, we have the gracious duty of maintaining this living patrimony in order to pass it on to others. Currently, when attacks against the family seem stronger than ever, we will need to practice fortitude to conserve the inheritance we have received. We are also called to enrich it through our faith and our struggle to live all of the human virtues. It is our duty to make God present in our homes, too, by means of those everyday Christian customs. Blessings at meals, night prayers with the youngest children, reading some passage from the gospel with the oldest, saying a brief prayer for the deceased, remembering the intentions of the family and of the Pope, attending Mass together on Sundays, and reciting the rosary, the prayer the Roman pontiffs have so often recommended as a family prayer. It can be said in keeping with the family schedule or at times while traveling. It is not necessary to have many family acts of piety, but it would be unnatural for a family of all or mostly all believers not to have some. Parents who pray with their children have an easier time finding a way to their hearts. Also, young people never forget the help of their parents in teaching them to pray and go to the Virgin for all kinds of needs. How thankful we are for the prayers our parents taught us as children and for the practical ways we can have recourse to Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. Without a doubt, these lessons are the greatest inheritance we could receive. The present circumstances in society call for families to be coherent in their beliefs and generous in their behavior. It will be very pleasing to our Mother Mary for us to renew the resolution we have often made to try to be instruments of unity among the various members of our family, mostly through our cheerful deeds of service and the small daily sacrifices we make to help the others. Such a determination will lead us to pray for the person in the family who needs it most, to give the weakest or the member who is perhaps weakening greater attention and to be especially affectionate with whichever one may be sick or troubled. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 16 before the hour, we pray now with the whole church. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
The man whose deeds are blameless and whose heart is pure will climb the mountain of the Lord. The man whose deeds are blameless and whose heart is pure will climb the mountain of the Lord. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant. The Lord, the valiant in war. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies. He is the King of glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. King of glory, Lord of power and might, cleanse our hearts from all sin. Preserve the innocence of our hands and keep our minds from vanity so that we may deserve your blessing in your holy place. The man man whose deeds deeds are blameless and and whose heart is pure will climb the mountain of the Lord. Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. Blessed be God who lives forever because his kingdom lasts for all ages. For he scourges and then has mercy. He casts down to the depths of the nether world, and he brings up from the great abyss. No one can escape his hand. Praise him, you Israelites, before the Gentiles. For though he has scattered you among them, he has shown you his greatness even there. Exalt him before every living being, because he is the Lord our God, our Father and God forever. He scourged you for your iniquities, but will again have mercy on you all. He will gather you from all the Gentiles among whom you have been scattered. When you turn back to him with all your heart, to do what is right before him. Then he will turn back to you and no longer hide his face from you. So now consider what he has done for you and praise him with full voice. Bless the Lord of righteousness and exalt the King of all the ages. In the land of my exile, I praise him and show his power and majesty to a sinful nation. Turn back, you sinners, do the right, do the right before him. Perhaps he may look with favor upon you and show you mercy. 
As for me, I exalt my God, and my spirit rejoices in the King of heaven. Let all men speak of his majesty and sing his praises in Jerusalem. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Praise Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. The loyal heart must praise the Lord. The loyal heart must praise the Lord. Ring out your joy to the Lord, O you just, for praise is fitting for loyal hearts. Give thanks to the Lord upon the harp. With a ten-string lute, sing him songs. O sing him a song that is new. Play loudly, play with all your skill. For the word of the Lord is faithful and all his works to be trusted. The Lord loves justice and right and fills the earth with his love. By his word the heavens were made, by the breath of his mouth all the stars. He collects the waves of the ocean, he stores up the depths of the sea. Let all the earth fear the Lord. All who live in the world revere him. He spoke. And it came to be. He commanded. It sprang into being. He frustrates the designs of the nations. He defeats the plans of the peoples. His own designs shall stand forever. The plans of his heart from age to age. They are happy who God is the Lord. The people he has chosen as his own. From the heavens the Lord looks forth, he sees all the children of men. From the place where he dwells, he gazes on all the dwellers of the earth. He who shapes the hearts of them all and considers all their deeds. A king is not saved by his army, nor a warrior preserved by his strength. A vain hope for safety is the horse. Despite its power, It cannot save. The Lord looks on those who revere him, on those who hope in his love, to rescue their souls from death, to keep them alive in famine. Our soul is waiting for the Lord. The Lord is our help and our shield. In him do our hearts find joy. We trust in his holy name. May your love be upon us, O Lord, as we place all our hope in you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Nourish your people, Lord, for we hunger for your word. Rescue us from the death of sin, and fill us with your mercy, that we may share your presence and the joys of all the saints. The loyal heart must praise the Lord. Come to me heedfully. Listen that you may have life. I will renew with you the everlasting covenant, the benefits assured to David. In the tender compassion of our God, the Lord has come to us. 
In the tender compassion of our God, the Lord has come to us. He has raised up Jesus, our Savior. The Lord has come to us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. In the tender compassion of our God, the Lord has come to us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. My brothers, let us praise Christ, asking to serve him and to be holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. Let us acclaim him. Lord, you alone are the Holy One. You desire to experience everything we experience but sin. Have mercy on us, Lord Jesus. Lord, you alone are the Holy One. You called us to love perfectly. Make us holy, Lord Jesus. Lord, you alone are the Holy One. You commissioned us to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Let your light shine on us, Lord Jesus. Lord, you alone are the Holy One. You desire to serve, not to be served. Help us, Lord Jesus, to give humble service to you and to our neighbors. Lord, you You alone are are the Holy One. You are in the form of God, sharing in the splendor of the Father. Lord Jesus, let us see the glory of your face. Lord, you alone are the Holy One. And now let us pray as the Lord told us. Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us pray. O Lord, God of our fathers, who bestowed on Saints Joachim and Anne this grace, that of them should be born the mother of your incarnate Son, grant through the prayers of both that we may attain the salvation you have promised to your people, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is up next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.